Hello, everybody. This is Ileanne Tyson, and I am bringing you another edition of Hometown Marketing. I am here with Star McKinney and Stephanie Acker of In the Know Upstate. Star is with Love Local Upstate. And we had started uh, two podcasts ago talking about branding and then started to touch onto what's working. And so I made them stop so that we can come back and, and continue this conversation in part two. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the show. You can do that in your favorite player like iTunes or Stitcher or by going to iliantyson.com forward slash VIP. Now, on to the interview. I am here with Star McKinney and Stephanie Acker of In the Know Upstate. Star is with Love Local Upstate. And we had started uh, two podcasts ago talking about branding and then started to touch onto what's working. And so I made them stop so that we can come back and, and continue this conversation in part two about what's working in social media and just in general marketing in general for the small business owners. So with that, we will pick back up. I think we're, these ladies are researching their some of their resources and apps and so forth. And I will start it with Star just a bit, and she can, uh, if she's ready. <laughs> um, speaking of things that work, I'm a very visual person. So having good images, I think, is very important. And I get a lot of ideas through Pinterest, actually, for, for some of my clients. So if you're branding, if you're working on on building your brand in your business and interest in your business, look at what other people are doing that are in your business. I will go and look at, let's say I have a, a new ultrasound center. I'll go and look at what other ultrasound centers are doing in other states and, and look at their success rate. And then I know what does and doesn't work. As far as apps that I use, because we had sort of started talking about that in the last podcast, uh, you know, Stephanie brought up... Um, that there are a lot of things that can help you and to streamline what you do without spending a fortune. Mm -hmm. And small business owners starting out, or even with anybody, I don't think anybody wants to spend a fortune if they can help it, right? Because right. that's money in your pocket. I use a, a couple of tools. I use a, a program called PhotoFox, which is really good for, you know, spiffing up a photo to put it out on, out on Instagram. And also, a lot of people are not aware of the fact that you can integrate so many of these social media tools. Mm -hmm. You can integrate Twitter to Facebook so that when you post on Facebook, it can automatically post to Twitter. So you're not having to go to Twitter and do the post over again. Same with Instagram. When you're on Instagram, you can set it up to where it'll post to your Facebook page. You just got to know what to go in there and tweak. And, and you, again, you can Google and it'll give you step-by-step -step directions on how to do that. But if it frustrates you, you can always find somebody like me or Stephanie or Elia to help yep. you do that. Right. We're here to help. Because we know how. There's a program called Toporama and Videorama that are mm. very cool tools. I use Videorama. Yeah, that are yeah. really, really cool. There's a, new, there's a new one that I've not used a lot yet, but it's called Video Leap, which is also pretty cool. Warble, W-E-R-B-L-E. It's another app, again, that helps you do some fun things with, uh, with photos. Ooh, and again... Out. 
there's there's so much out there, and I you know I tell people download the app if it's free. It's not costing you anything. Be careful though, because some of these look like they're free, and then you get on there and it says it's a trial, and then after that they'll start billing you twenty dollars a month. Uh, so make sure you read all that fine print before you hit yes, <laughs> because you can get in trouble with that. But there's you know there's a lot. There's just so much out there. My color or mixed color is another one that I have on mine that I use. A lot of people don't know if they have various Facebook pages. They can get the Pages Manager app, mm-hmm. which is a godsend mm-hmm. if you're a business Super owner or more easy. than one business. It allows you to go on your phone and post to those different pages and also message if you see that you've got a message from somebody on those business pages. Again, a time saver more than anything. Mm-hmm. What do you use, Stephanie, that I've not mentioned? So, well, first of all, that was really helpful because I just got two new apps that I'm going to check out. <laughs> um, so, we are, our business is interesting because we're on social a ton, right? So, we've had to try out a bunch of, the, a bunch of apps for ourselves. And as a small business owner, things to help me get more organized. But then also we're talking to our clients and trying to help them too. And so what's great is over time, we've started really learning what's working, what's not, you know, and, and identified, I think, a couple of key tools that can be really powerful if you're using them and don't have to waste so much time. So like, for example, when you talk about like a CRM system, right? A lot of people are always looking for a CRM system. In my opinion, Zoho, Z-O-H-O is probably the best. It's not one of the, you know, it's not completely free, et cetera, et cetera, but it's actually quite low cost. But the thing with Zoho that's interesting is you can integrate, they have like a whole suite. So if you get Zoho One, which I I don't think is very expensive monthly, you can integrate everything. So it has its own, like we use MailChimp for our newsletter, but it, so it can integrate MailChimp. It also has its own newsletter. It helps you with um, marketing. You can do website design. You can do invoicing. You can do billing, all these things. And you don't pay extra for that. So if you need those tools, it's easy. And then everything's integrated and that helps with numbers for people, right? So that's a good, something that we've found and we've gone through a lot of them. So that one's been the best. OneNote is a, oh, is yes. a great tool. If you're looking like a way to keep all your notes together, especially if you have other people in the team that need to come in and read or need to kind of add to it, OneNote's great, super easy to use. Um, I think it's easier than Evernote in a lot of ways. It is very visual. So for me, I, we love that. I like OneNote better as well. Um, we talked about con- Canva earlier, mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal yeah. tool. Giphy is a great tool. Oh, yes. G-I-P-H-Y. Giphy's great. So, you know, you see all these GIFs out here, right? And GIFs, GIFs, whichever, however you want to say it. The moving animated The new animated stuff. For those of you who don't know what we're right. talking about. Right. And you can just go in to this app, into this app and just search, put a word in, put love or happy or, you know, beer or whatever the case may be. And it'll just pull up a ton of different gifts for you. And you can just very easily put them on your social. So if you're looking for content or you want to do something a little lighter or something like that, it's a good way to get into that story. Super simple. And there's no money. You don't pay for it. Bitly is also a good one. So Bitly, B-I-T-L-Y, we recommend this really to all of our clients. So if you share, like we share a lot of content, a lot of our clients do as well. So if you're sharing content, you don't want to share www.inthenoupstate.com slash events slash like it just looks ridiculous. Um, And it doesn't look clean. So you can go to Bitly and take that link, put it in the Bitly little tool, whatever the little 
thing that it does. <laughs> push the button and it will give you a dedicated link that's just for that article, just for you. And then you can copy that link and use it. So it's really short and sweet. It's, and it looks cleaner. Does that for you? Yeah, HootSuite will do that. Um, and what's great about Bitly is if you want to spend a little bit more money, you can actually brand. You can brand your link. So that's an easy way. And I would think the, the other one that is really is YouTube. So YouTube, I think, is really undervalued in a lot of ways. And I can understand, like, we actually, it wasn't even our first focus. But yet um, it's the most, it is the most used Social search, media site. Yeah, that's right. Bar none. And it's the second most used search engine. Absolutely. So because you can hashtag and you can tag and you can have a description and, and you don't have to become this video content creator. You don't need to be a YouTuber to do well there because you can do live little videos and you can do, hey, today I'm going to share one tip with you. You know, we used a lawyer earlier, right? If you're a lawyer... Can, you know, you could say, hey, guess what, guys? So today I'm just going to share one tip with you about when you're trying to do your will. Or today I'm going to share one tip with you about if somebody tells you to pull over, right? Something like that. Or if you're a painter, hey, guys, I'm going to share with you one way that's a really easy way for you to pick a color you really like. And where do you want to stand in light? So you're offering them value. And that's awesome through a video, right, as well, because they're seeing you. You can use it on your social. And then you can put it on your YouTube channel, which is free to set up. And you can put tags in it. So it could be how to paint, DIY, like all these things that if and somebody goes in and, and that's right, and they search DIY, no, DIY. Do it. You're, you're, DIY. DIY. Goodness <laughs> gracious, I need some coffee. So, um, and then they can find you. So it's just, it's just a really powerful tool that can feel overwhelming. And it doesn't have to be this gorgeous, slick video. Um, you know, and actually, people love the non-gorgeous, non-slick stuff yeah. because it's personal. Right. And the, the YouTube channels, I, you know, I have clients and I recommend that they get a YouTube channel as well. And they're like, well, I don't know anything about video. I'm like, you don't have to. Trust me. You don't have to. Right. Take your, take your video live things that you're doing and set up a channel so that people can go back and, and get those videos. It's also a really good way to not have to put your videos on your website. Oh, so because that's going to slow you down if you've got a lot of data there. So you can just post it on YouTube and then you can embed it, embed that into your website so people can watch it on your website, but it's not actually pulling from right. your posting. So yes. it just help, will help it you. Just, it just makes sense. It yeah. really does. And it's, it's such a great tool. And when I, you know, when I do my workshops, I'm like, what's the most used social media site? And, and everybody, of course, shouts out Facebook. Because they don't think of YouTube, but right. YouTube is, and and now with Facebook changing their algorithms, because mm -hmm. I do want to talk about that a little bit, Facebook has changed their algorithms, and so now Instagram is the fastest growing site as far as sharing material. Now, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean leave Facebook. Right. What it means is still make sure you have current content on there every week, but now if you don't have an Instagram account, you better get one and start using it. And I think also, too, the Facebook thing talking about algorithms and YouTube, and this is something not everybody knows. And first of all, it's hard to keep up with it because they intentionally change the algorithms all the time. The time. So now, obviously, Facebook has become more of a pay-for-play kind of situation. So you have to know that going in. And I have a little hack for that that might help in a, in a minute. But what you need to know is that Facebook wants to become essentially almost all video. They know that that's where things are moving. So if you post a live Facebook video, you're automatically going to get hit topper, you know, higher up on people's posts, right? So they're more likely to see you because Facebook's more likely to show you to people. 
And then if you post a video, just any video, then you're also more likely to get up. Not as high as a live, a Facebook live, but you're still going to get better. Yeah. But what they don't like is YouTube. So they, they don't say that, but they don't like YouTube videos. So it is good sometimes to have separates or sometimes we'll just, we'll videotape it like on our phone, Download. go ahead and put it on their Facebook and then you put it on YouTube after yeah, that's um, good whatever's idea. easier, but you, yeah, you just got to hack it because video is the wave and Facebook live terrifies people. Just go with it. It's okay. If you mess up, it makes people love you and just and, get out there. And you don't have to be a talking head. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> And, and because video has become so popular, Instagram has now launched their IGTV, mm -hmm. which allows you to post a video up to an hour long on their platform. And that's, that's something new. And again, when one starts working really well, mm -hmm. the others have to play catch up. Right. Uh, you talk about, we were talking about watching your competitor in the rearview mirror. Social media sites don't do that. They're just constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, would, I would hate to be running one of their businesses. It's just all we can do, doing what the three of us do to keep up with what's going on. Absolutely. It's um, constant. It's, it's constant education on our part. So one of the questions that I hear a lot is, where should I be? Should mm. I be on everything? What should I do as a small business owner? What is your response to that? Well, my response is, if it's free, why aren't you using it? Um, having a Facebook business account costs you nothing. Having a Twitter account costs you nothing. Uh, same with Instagram. But if you just have so much time in a day, I would say you want to go, as a small business owner, you want to go to the sites that people go to the most. Now, yes, YouTube is seen, is, is viewed more than anything. But for, for businesses right now, you definitely want to have a Facebook page and you definitely want to have a good LinkedIn presence. Um, those are the two most, for B2B businesses, it's, it's vital. It's just vital. But again, as Stephanie said, it just depends on who you are. Uh, there's some businesses that can do without a website. They don't have to have a website. And there's some businesses that, that don't need, you know, I, I had a client and it was a, an international accountant wanted to try Facebook. We did it, but you know what? In all honesty, that's that's not where his clientele is. Right. And and it's also not a place where people are going to be reading and sharing the information. But now, a restaurant, if you're a restaurant and you don't have an Instagram account posting pictures of your lovely dishes every oh, and day, people love food you are pictures. missing out. Yeah. So you've got to look at what it is that you do as a business. There is not one template that fits every single person, and I think that... You and Stephanie would both agree with that. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I think, and we get asked this a lot too, and I can use in the know as an example. So we're very big on social. We came out of the gate hard on Facebook, hard on Insta. We work really, you know, we try really hard to engage. We're on Twitter kind of because whatever. I'll be honest. I'm not a huge Twitter fan, depending on the business, because Twitter is great if it's real time news or you have kind of constant updates or you can be really funny. For us, like we're, it just doesn't kind of, fit us, but it helps us to get the word out for right now. And then, but we're not using Snapchat and we're not using Pinterest. You know, we're, we're building up on our LinkedIn, which actually can be great because content gets shared a lot easier there because they don't have as much content, but Snapchat and Pinterest might be great for someone else. So we always say, listen, you really need to have a Facebook page because it just adds validity in a lot of ways. People will come there to find information about you. 
and Google will put your Facebook results up. And also more people now than ever, because they're on Facebook, if they're looking for something, that's where they Google. Right. They don't go to Google. That's right. They yeah. Google on Facebook. Yeah. So it's, you got to have it there. Right. Even just for that. And, or I see a lot of, hey, anybody got any recommendations? That's huge. Yeah. I see that. Referrals. All like over I was the saying, place. So about referrals. Yeah. Being now. on there and then having a couple of reviews to back up their it's story. Really it's mm-hmm. huge. So like on the Snapchat and Pinterest side, we've talked about maybe getting on Pinterest. It just doesn't really fit our business, right? So Pinterest is amazing if you're doing anything that's visual in a right. Like if you're doing clothes or jewelry, even books, like if you're an artist or a creator or a maker in any way and you're not on Pinterest, Pinterest, you're totally missing out because Pinterest can just, Pinterest has a really tight knit community. Mm -hmm. So not as many people use it, Right. I mean, it's still very widely used, but it doesn't have like the Facebook, you know, reach. Right. But the people that use Pinterest love Pinterest. Right. And and it's easy to kind of just curate and create little pages. You can work. You can just do that with your brand and say, hey, guys, what do you think? And then like Snapchat or whatever is going to be the next version of Snapchat. Right. Because, you know, it it will be something else is for our audience. It's just too short. Like it's too short and it's really, it's, we, we definitely talk to 18 to 88 year olds, but our real hard client, like our real, like kind of our the juicy client that we really work towards is 25 to 45. And so, you know, Snapchat's probably just not where you're sitting at. We have a Fort Foodie undercover restaurant review and we thought about creating a Snapchat just for him because he's like a persona and you could be like, Hey, I'm, Whoa, where's, where's Fort Foodie today? And you could show like a cute little video, really short, but that would be the only way it would work for us. But for someone else, it could be an awesome product. Like I've seen a woodworker use Snapchat so amazingly because it's little tiny, he's teaching little itty bitty tiny things and he can see back and forth and, and it's just a real, and it's very visual because it's woodworking and it's just really engaging, engaging. It's brilliant. And I would say as a business owner, do the research and and it's out there. And again, Google, 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 there are different age points and price points, income points for these different mediums. Mm-hmm. And if you if you are looking for clients that make good money, LinkedIn is where it is. And if you're looking to market to millennials, you better be on Instagram mm-hmm. and Snapchat. It's just it all depends on on who your audience is that you're looking for. Right. So it helps to define that. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of business owners fail to do that. They don't, they just open up shop and, but they haven't defined exactly who it is that they're wanting to market to. Yeah. And even if you just start with kind of what's your ideal customer, because again, like we talked earlier, it can feel overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I got to wait and I got to do this massive business plan and I got to do this big branding oh, yeah. exercise. No, just say, Hey, based on 80% of your product, who's your ideal customer? What age range are they in? What's, what would their name be? So you can start thinking about, you know, a customer persona, right? What kind of things do they do? Um, you know, where do they get their information? And then from there, you go, great. So I'm talking to 50-year-olds, right, that are doing um, DIY and home and gardening and, you know, do, and traveling a lot. Okay, great. Well, you're totally going to want to be on YouTube and you're going to want to be on Facebook. But, and then so, and then over time, if you say, yeah, but staff, I've also got like this other client. Great. If it's not your primary total target, add that next. And, you know, and then that way it doesn't feel so like, oh oh my gosh. Because I think the overwhelming thing is what just floors people. And so they're so overwhelmed, they do nothing. Mm -hmm. 
It's like, oh my gosh. And I mean, at the end of the day, you're running like crazy. And you know, you've got 40 emails just waiting for you. You've got seven voicemails. You haven't like gotten in touch with your team or anyone. You're exhausted. You're late for yet another meeting. And then suddenly it's like, oh, I got to post on social. So it's, you know, you, if you can do little tiny bite sized things that just tweak, 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 it makes a massive difference over time. And you can find a way to slide it in because you're not, I get it. Who has three hours to sit down and train? Well, you know, one of the best things my business coach taught me was to set aside times of day to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And so like, and put it on your calendar and make it an appointment. It's an appointment with yourself, but still an appointment. It's very important. And, you know, one thing that I do that, that helps me tremendously, and of course, I'm juggling doing work for lots of different clients. But if you have a business, and let's say your business is related to fashion and beauty, then you definitely should have your Google Alerts set up mm -hmm. for fashion and beauty. And then what that does is every news story that comes out that's about fashion or beauty will hit your inbox. So the first thing I do every morning is I look at what's trending in the world, and then I look at my Google Alerts for all my different clients. And if there's a news story there that's really relevant and timely, then that's something you want to share on your social media site. Right. And you, there's so much material out there. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Right. You've just got to garnish the research. Right. You can curate, right? Absolutely. Be a curator. And I think it's smart to be looking at the world. And that's hard sometimes. Again, another another thing you forget to do. And I'm a news hound. And there's days I have no time to look at the news. But our social media director is very clever, right? And she gets, she's got to check. Because we might be ready to post something really fun and exciting, you know, about a big party that's coming to town. And there was just a school shooting. And that is just not the time to right. be posting. That's not the time to be, you don't want right. to be, that's not the conversation you want to be in. Um, it's, it just looks so disconnected. So it's not like you have to all like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But if you say, hey, every day I'm going to check this at least once and just do a skim, anything, anything great. Okay, move on. And there's a ton of apps out there that will help you do that. The Apple News app actually is super easy to use, but I've seen that happen or people are like, well, you know, but I can still post this. And it's like, mm, listen, mm. that's a, that's an international story, right? Or if there's something to happen in your community and let's say, for example, you just found out that, you know, one of your politicians got in trouble about something or something like that. And it's coming out all of a sudden, if you don't want to get in that conversation, then don't post something that's in that genre. So just stay out of it. Talk about something else or, or gotta, do it you've later. You've got to be yeah. careful. And the other thing, too, is you can plan ahead, like we were talking about with Hootsuite. And for those who don't want to, you know, to invest in Hootsuite and do that, you know, Facebook allows you to schedule posts. I'm amazed mm -hmm. at the number of people who don't even know that. But you can go ahead and let's say, for instance, today, I think, I think it's today, it's National Lollipop Day. So you could believe it or not, there's something for every everything. Day yes. So if you're if if you know that this is National Say Safety Week, mm -hmm. and you're in a business that relates to safety, you definitely should be taking advantage of that. And not only that, but the National Safety Commission, you could go to their website, and they've already like got. 50 tweets that they've created for you to share. There's, mm -hmm. There is a wealth of free stuff out there. A wealth of it. It's just it's just taking the time to find it and like you said, to curate it. Right. Curating is, I think, so and, and if you can be a curator for your audience, right, again, that whole massive value, mm -hmm. we, we talk about the 70-30 rule, 
So only 30% of your post should be about your business, like where you're truly promoting your business and talking about the business. 70% needs to be value add. Now you can do a value add that is also about your business. A great example is we've got shops on trade here and she's doing a really good job of like, she'll show a shirt that's in the store that she wants to promote, but she'll put it together with a full outfit for people. And then she'll post about, Hey, here's why I put this together. It's great for July 4th barbecues. Sorry. And so there's a way to get, you know, that you can gently weave in, but but add value for in other ways. There could be cool news stories. There's a, a good meme. There's, again, you know, you found a good sharing, fact. not selling. Exactly. Sharing, not selling. Yeah. You can't say that enough. It's That's what it's all about. People, if they see value or you're addressing a pain point, once mm-hmm. again, then they're going to buy in. But if they feel like you're just constantly pounding them, and Facebook, too, if you're using words like call, sell, mm-hmm. buy, those ads are getting so pushed down in the feed, people are not seeing it. So yeah. try to avoid using those words in your in your Facebook post. So one of the things I mentioned earlier is a little hack for Facebook. So because now it really is honestly a pay for play, right? Totally. So you got to get lots for you to get organic push. You need to like you literally have to have a live Facebook video with a hundred people commenting on it, right? Which is rare. So what you can do and what we do, and it's worked really well for us, is we don't want to spend a ton of money. We're all about guerrilla marketing. So we don't want to spend a ton of money on Facebook ads or, or boosting our post, but it can be really powerful, especially if, because one, they are going to put you in front of new people, but you can get so targeted in Facebook, way more targeted than you probably think you can. And so if you need to reach a new audience, that's going to be the way you got to get there, right? You got to boost. You got to target that audience and boost. And so what we'll do is we'll target our audience, right? We'll create the, the audience that we want. And for that, let's say a boosted post, we'll push it and we'll hit go live, right? And it'll activate or once they approve it and everything. And then we just leave it there for a very short period of time. And as soon as it gets some momentum, then we pull it off. We shut down the boost. And now we've got organic traffic that can help us to get more traffic. And we're, and we're spending a lot less and it's more controlled. And you're also testing, Hey, even if I pay for this, would this post get traction? Because if you've put it on and it's been a day and like nobody's interacting with it and it's been shared and reached a lot of people that were within that. And you can see that within those analytics, then just don't, you know, Hey, first of all, that doesn't work for your audience. So there you go. That's a good learning for you to try something different and you didn't have to waste money. Exactly. Right. I have seen some clients that have that have done the uh, pay-per-click mm-hmm. and went way over budget. Oh, yeah. And got nothing from it yeah. uh, because people just clicked on it out of curiosity. So you've got to, you've got to be, be real careful about that. But you're right. With Facebook, you I love the fact that you can define your demographics. That's very powerful. But and it I, can get specific. Very specific. Yeah. Down to income level and where they live and how many kids they have and yeah. what they have. Have a dog do, or a do they buy kids' clothes? Have they bought a toothbrush recently? Right. And you know, <laughs> and I'm sure the two of you have experienced this because we all do this for a living. But when you have several clients from different arenas, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the ads on your Facebook page are geared toward what you've done searches on. So you can only imagine what my feed looks like. Uh, <laughs> I look like somebody who has very much a split personality disorder. <laughs> You're like, here, do you want to see this or this? You're like, ah, yeah. No, yeah. No. So I no. get all those sponsored ads for all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's important to uh, 
to narrow your audience, like you said, to, to think about who it is that you are. I love what you said about actually giving them a name and a look and it yeah. helps you to see them. Yeah. It becomes yeah. a person. It's a, it's a true brand persona. Yeah, right? I, I start I my that. clients with that. That's where we start right there because you don't want to waste your money and all the other things you, or time, which is money, focus in too many, and you're not talking specific to them. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff behind that, as y'all know. So, right. Well, very good. Well, we are like out of time. I think we ran a little bit over, but it's fantastic. Ladies, any final closing words or thoughts or uh, remind them where they can find you online again? I can be found at southernstarpromotions.com and I can also be found at Southern Star Promotions Facebook page and Love Local Upstate Facebook page. And I guess my advice would be don't be afraid. Uh, try it. If it doesn't work, you can try something else. It's very forgiving. Uh, it's like I tell the people that work for me, there's nothing you can't do that I can't fix. So try mm-hmm. it. I would rather I would rather someone try something and fail than to, to not try. And I forget what the saying is or who it was that's credited with it. You know, everything's credited to Einstein or some president <laughs> right. or Lincoln. I don't want to not credit the right person, but it, it talks about I didn't fail this many times. I just, it took that many times for me to find success. Right. And right. I love that quote. Yeah. So that would be my advice. And it's interesting that you say that. So I guess for they can find us. So I'm uh, in the know upstate.com, um, in the know upstate on Facebook or ITK upstate pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> um, and we're here to help. So let us know what we can do to help you out. But I think the kind of on a similar point, and this has helped me personally as a small business owner, which is painful because I am a type A personality all the way. Really? Right? Oh, so weird. Is that so much a no? I, I am such a perfectionist. It's ridiculous. And that can be really need, bad for your you business. You need to read the E-Myth Revisited. I have. Oh, that's I've And reread it. And I'm actually re-read listening it. to it on and audio. It's been very it. helpful. <laughs> so it's like, just go 80%. We try to follow a fast-fail concept. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to fail, you want to fail fast. And that's okay. If you go out with that intent, okay, great. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a week to fail, right? And I'm going to learn from it. And then that, and then I evolve to my next, if I need to. And if you don't fail in that amount of time, then great. Now you get to go. But if you go in with that, you know, kind of mentality, what's happening is, is one, you're giving yourself more freedom. And then also you're learning quick. So you're not wasting a ton of money, right? So if I go out and I say, okay, I need this, I'm going to do a fast fail. So I'm going to try to test it as much as I can in a short period of time. So I can figure out if this is valid or not, but I don't want to go spend a year of research and focus groups. And I mean, who has that money? So I think a fast fail approach can be really liberating. It is. And you know, that was when I started my business, that was one of my concepts was I, I, I don't have yearly contracts, you know, now with what I do, it requires a lot of research. So I'm like, there's a three month minimum because it really takes three months to see any kind of result or anything pretty much. But I think people get hung up in the analytics and, you know, it takes time. That's the other thing. If you're, if you're going to be a small business owner and you don't have patience, (laughs) go get a job with a corporation somewhere because it takes time and persistence. And, you know, a lot of people look at what we do and they see it as fun and they're like, wow, I want to do that. You get to go out you get to meet so many people and, you know, you get to set your hours. Yes, you do. But as small business owners, 
we work all the time. Yeah. Even when we're on vacation, our yeah. minds are constantly thinking yeah. of things we can do. I fall asleep with my off. phone in my hand. Yes, there you go. I do yeah. that too. <laughs> or, my, or I fall asleep on my laptop. <laughs> I have to try. Yeah. It's so bad. I got to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Drooling on the keyboard in my office. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, ladies. Well, thank hang in you there. so yeah. much. Yeah, hang in there. That's correct. Y'all yes. have a fantastic day, everybody out there in podcast land. Thanks for tuning in. Please like, share, leave a review. Go check these ladies out on their social platforms. You'll learn so much. And of course, we will take care of you and see you later. All right. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this interview and want to hear more of them, be sure to subscribe. You can do that in your favorite player or by going to iliantyson.com forward slash VIP. Thanks and until next time.